happens anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. And welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. So, what up? Hey, what's up, M Black? What's up, Rodney? Thanks for joining us in the chat right off the bat where you can catch it all. So, if you guys didn't know, if you've been living under a rock... Well, maybe we should tell them where they can go to live chat if they want to. If you want to go to live chat, it's TIRadioshow.com. Okay, Jesus Christ. You see, I, I can't even get through my monologue without the production booth interrupting me. You're not doing your job. I'm fucking trying to do my job. You're not to, You're not pushing the website. I, I'm trying to plug our fucking radio station here. Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus if, if you had done it and not bitched, you would have been done already. You know, there's a lot of uppiness from the production <laughs> booth. Well, maybe you shouldn't have pissed her off. What I fucking do? I insulted her food. That's all I did. <laughs> So, okay, who do I got to my left? It's me. It's me. It's Lexus. High energy today. Hi. Jesus Christ. Did you, <laughs> did you have some cocaine or something? I did. It was good. Okay. So, how you doing, Lexus? I'm good. Okay. Well, I like to see the high energy. Usually, you're grumpy. Mm. Having a good day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. So, you know, I hate to do this. I hate to do this. I fucking hate to do this. Okay, let's uh, let's turn this over to the production booth. How are you doing over there, production booth? I'm doing awesome because I have all the control. God, the production booth's a bitch today. So who's in the production booth? The one that makes this show happen, oh, Raven Christ. Rocks. I, I <laughs> tell me, tell me. <coughs> That if her and I weren't here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Her and I is key here because you're the one that makes it all happen. Last time I checked, the producer of this entire show, the person in charge of this fucking show is Lexus. I'm just well, saying. why isn't she running the booth then? She taught you how to fucking run the booth. So it's my booth. <laughs> I'm just saying it's her, her... Fucking show I got there. my hand on the mute button right now. <laughs> the thing is, you know, everybody's probably thinking, oh, it's the, the Kimber Raven show. But actually, Pete's, it's actually the Lexus show. She runs the show. She's she's the production manager. She's the actual boss. I'm badass. <laughs> she's just very toned down. She tones it down. She doesn't want to flex her muscles. I think my mic needs to have um, BMF. Engraved on it. Really? Yeah. And it needs to be purple. Yep. <laughs> oh, look. M Black loves the energy. Loves the energy. <laughs> She's crushing on Lexus's voice today. She's so happy and perky. And up. She doesn't sound bitchy Whoa, at all. Whoa, is that what happens when I'm actually nice? Yeah, I know. They're like, wow. People like me? She sounds so bubbly. I need to fucking stop. <laughs> She's like, oh, he's like, oh, she sounds so bubbly and bimbo right now. <laughs> 
So when was the last time you took your fucking dog out? I think I forgot to take him out before because I was working on food right, for just you. Fuck, just fucking go. Just fucking go. Deal with your dog. Me and Raven be talking until you get back. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> I haven't liked it at all today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Lexus, for leaving me with Raven, who has a fucking chip on her shoulder and has all day for me. That's why I did it. Jesus. Raven's been coming at me, bro. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, for no reason at yeah. all. Okay. Well, you brought it up. So we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Since Lexus isn't here, it happened between us. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about me making you cry Thursday. You fucking cunt. <laughs> okay. So Raven, it's our date night on Thursday. So I'm going to go over there. She's going to make food for us. She's like, how, how does tomato, I've been making tomato bisque all day. How does tomato bisque and grilled cheese sound? I said, wow, that's great because that's like one of my favorite treats. You know, grilled cheese and tomato soup. I fucking love that shit. So then I'm driving halfway there because uh, it takes me 30 minutes to get to Raven's place. It's not like we live next door. So I'm driving. So halfway there, she hits me up and asks me, do I want turkey? I'm a fucking grilled cheese. I said, no. I said, no, because then it's not a grilled cheese. Because if you put turkey in it, it becomes a turkey melt. If you put a hamburger patty on the cheese between two pieces of bread, it becomes a patty melt. And if you put a piece of ham on that cheese in between two pieces of bread, it becomes grilled ham and cheese. But it is not a, you know, it's not grilled cheese anymore. I wanted a grilled cheese. So she's like, okay. So I get there. And she serves me this horrible meal. Speed oh, it God, up. This, speed it up. Jesus, I'm falling so asleep here. The tomato bisque. So I take one bite of the tomato bisque and I look at her and say, Raven, why the fuck is your tomato bisque burning my throat going down? And she tells me that she spiced it up with some cayenne pepper. So I, I am literally having salsa soup. And she it served was me a big not. bowl of fucking hot sauce and called it tomato soup. Because she added cayenne pepper to it. It so was I'm, a little bit of cayenne lot, just folks. to give a little bit of heat. It fucking felt like a hot pocket. Oh, Jesus, you're mouth. a pussy. So then I, I'm getting agitated because I'm like, okay, that fucking ruins the tomato soup. Because tomato soup should be creamy. It should have sweetness to it. And this fucking shit is hot sauce in a bowl. So I, I start eating the grilled cheese. Grilled cheese don't fare too much better. I take a big bite of grilled cheese. I have the most Velveeta-filled processed goo in my mouth. It's not real cheese. I know it's not real cheese. It's fucking processed cheese spread, basically, filling my mouth. And it's fucking gross. So basically, I am very... See the kind of gratitude I get <laughs> for making dinner? So I'm a very honest type person. So I tell her that I didn't like it. That I think it's gross. And her reaction is to start crying. I didn't cry, you fucking yes, cunt. Yes, you did. I did not. Do, do I need to read the text messages? If you're going George Soros, sis, if you're going George Santos. I sis, never said anything about crying. You apologized specifically for getting way too emotional. I did get emotional, but I wasn't what, what crying. You, what did you say again emotional? What'd you do? What'd you do? I just sat and watched TV. Yeah, really? Is that yeah. how you did? I need some popcorn right you now. You didn't make the cry face? <laughs> no. and, and do the whole, uh, hey, she started doing this. Fuck you, I did herself. not. <laughs> you know, when she's about to cry, she started fanning Fuck. herself. I, I should have made some popcorn before this. This is fucking great. 
So I, I, needless to say, I'm a little bit agitated about the mail because it was fucking disgusting. Agitated? So, I was, I was waiting for you to stand uh, up like on Tu Wong now, Fu now, and tell me no spice whoa, in the whoa, fucking whoa, 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 soup whoa, whoa, whoa. and slung whoa, it across whoa, 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 the room. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There is backstory <laughs> I have to explain to our listeners. There is backstory here. Oh God, here we go. First time she created this tomato bisque abomination and i will have you know raven i did not coin the term tomato bisque abomination that was me not gonna lie it was me you've never even had it yes i have i had it when you fucking made it with tapatio you gave that me was some. tapatio it wasn't you don't spice up cayenne pepper yes you it do becomes salsa soup I so, saw it on a recipe, so I used you it. You keep saying that, Trump. They all are saying it, huh? They all say. You keep I didn't say they all. I said I found a recipe that included it. Oh, that's amazing. And it's, then you found it's one ca- that, babe, it's called All Recipes. Yeah, and then she yeah. amazingly found one that said, no, Tapatio, cayenne pepper instead. So needless to say, she makes this tomato bisque with Tapatio, and she serves it to us, and it's the most god-awful fucking thing. It's In fact, good. Lexus called it an abomination. And then, as I'm driving to... Okay. Flash forward, after she creates this abomination, this hot sauce abomination she serves Lexus and I. Flash forward, like, two weeks. Now, she knows I didn't like the meal. So, she tries to make it up to me. So, she says, hey, what do you like that I make that you actually like? Because I'd like to make it for you. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. I love your chicken parmesan. She says, all right, I'll cook you some chicken parmesan. I go over there. Now, I'm looking for my chicken parmesan. And I take a few bites, and I'm like, motherfucker, why is my chicken parmesan burn my mouth? And then she says, oh, because I braid it in Cajun spice. And I say, so what you did is you didn't serve me chicken parmesan. You served me Cajun chicken with tomato sauce on it. And, and it's fucking hot as fuck. So I'm like, you fucking ruined the dish because you had to make it spicy. Chicken Parmesan is not supposed to fucking be Cajun flavored. It's an Italian dish. So then... I didn't use... Cajun seasoning, I used a sriracha. What the fuck? Sriracha breadcrumbs. Sriracha in chicken parmesan, Lexus. It sriracha. was good. So we have gone from tap- tapatio to sriracha to fucking cayenne pepper. So at this point, we have, ma- it's not been one, it's been a few interventions with Raven to stop this shit. And uh, so she serves me this fucking uh, sriracha. Uh, chicken parmesan. Doesn't that sound just fucking delicious, people? And then you know, uh, she gave me some of that breading. I still haven't used it because I have not found something that I can use it with. But my favorite parmesan. My favorite was when she said to me, "Hey, I'm using the sauce of your people." I said, "What? What are you talking about?" She always uses the sauce of your people. She said, "Unfortunately, it's for Italian food." No, she said sriracha. Oh, I said, "What?" Have you even fucking looked at the bottle? Because that's not the sauce of my people. Doesn't Raven remind you of that chick from uh, Glass Onion? (laughs) That thought sweatshops is where you made sweatpants. (laughs) I'm just saying. So needless to say, now I tell all these stories, Raven, because it builds up to the fact that I'm on my way to your house. And this is... This is a third time here. We had the chicken parmesan. We had the abomination. We've had a talk with you about both times. So I'm driving. So I'm texting Lexus as I'm driving to your place. I said, I swear to God. I swear to fucking God. 
If she tries to spice up this goddamn tomato soup again after we've gone off at her twice, I'm going to lose my ever-loving fucking shit. And, and I get there, and sure the fuck enough, she went from Tapatio in the tomato sauce to fucking sriracha in the fucking chicken parmesan, and now she's got cayenne pepper in it. And I, I'm like, I, I, I got to fucking tell Lexus because I told Lexus on the way there, I will lose my holy fucking shit if she does this again. And I, I've, I lost my holy fucking shit. And you, then you did. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking Raven boohooed because I lost my holy fucking shit. You know, you sound like the man who beats his fucking wife oh because she doesn't make it right. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the husband off to Wong Fu. <laughs> I don't like spices in my spaghetti. Yeah, because I I, I would beat you. I'm a beater. (laughs) Well, you are, just not like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm I'm verbally abusive. No, I meant you beat your dick. Okay, so let's get off Raven's case, because we've literally started this fucking show chewing Raven out. Well, we, we didn't. I'm oh, just you saying. You jumped in on it. You jumped in. You, jumped you can in. you can look forward to. Uh, I am not the one that classified her food as an abomination. You can look that forward to ordering the, out every single week now. That was a I'm done to cooking you. for you. Ooh. You brought me some good food today. Ooh. You brought me some good food to make up for it. It was fucking disgusting ass fast food. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of fast food either. Listen, the the fucking processed cheese. And the, the well, the, I was telling her because she she said it was Velveeta. I said, "There's yeah. no way it could be Velveeta." I, I had this mouthful of this gooey pudding, like processed cheese. I it said, was, "I said when she made the sliders, I didn't have time." I said when she made the sliders for what was it, Christmas or Christmas? That cheese was already. I gross. said she she made it with Havarati, and that would have been good. Yeah, I love Havarati. Yeah, those would have been good for yeah. good cheese. I used it all. I was trying to just make something with stuff I had at home. So basically, okay, the reason I got so upset is because she was going to make me one of my favorite treats ever that I hold in high regards, and she served me this overwhelming abomination that was just processed cheese goo between well, two pieces of bread. You don't have to worry about it anymore. pepper soup. You don't have to worry. Oh it's God. all Chinese food and pizzas oh from now on. Oh, my God. It, see? See? She tells us one, 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 one second she'll say, well, I want you guys to be I want you to honest. be honest. Yeah, I value your honesty. And if something's bad, tell me, please. I want to get better. And There's the, a difference between honesty and the fit you threw. <laughs> no, the fit I threw was because you will not fucking stop. You've been told before. You're like, I appreciate your honesty. I want to get better. So we tell you, that fucking sucked. And then you're like, okay, so you're double down on it. And then when you double down on it, we're like, hey, guess what? It you told me sucks. you didn't like the Tapatio, so I left the Tapatio out. <laughs> what the fuck? I like things spicy. You do not put cayenne pepper in tomato soup. You do not put sriracha in chicken parmesan. This is coming from the person we have to make sure even their to-go orders from fast food places are done correctly. Hun, when you take tomato soup and you add tapatio or cayenne pepper to it, you are literally creating hot sauce. You are serving people a bowl of hot sauce. I'm putting, it's fucking disgusting. I'm putting mayonnaise in the next thing the I make for you. The only way I would eat your fucking tomato soup is on my burritos. 
good. You don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> or my tacos. Makes a good taco sauce. That's what it was like. It was like taking a big spoon bite full of taco sauce. Mm-hmm. It was like, what the fuck? Did I just do a dare? <laughs> Somebody just dare me to take a whole fucking spoonful of hot sauce? I mean, it's okay that you're a pussy. I mean, oh my God. It's just so fucking, it was so gross. I'll make sure I make everything that I do make I, for you bland. I, you, you, there are things that you have cooked really well. There are things that you have cooked really badly. But when you cook them really badly, we tell you, you cook them really badly. However, you did take the sliders in stride. You didn't well, get upset no, about I, it. I agreed. I agreed that they were they didn't come out. You you cannot I like the soup the way it is. You cannot possibly think that cayenne pepper, tapatio, and sriracha is a me against it thing. You cannot possibly view this as that's a Kimber thing. No, 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 no. I don't want you to believe that it's just me that doesn't like it. If you get another house guest, they're not going to fucking like it either. I'm telling you. You cook it for yourself only because it's weird and it's disgusting. And if you like it, more power to you. I made it for honey. She didn't have any complaints. That's because the bitch is basically homeless. She is (laughs) the only time she eats a home cooked meal is when she sees you once a month. Poor girl, man. Poor girl. Yeah, like she eats well. <laughs> All right, Lexus. Yes? I don't you, know what you're talking about. If it wasn't for your wife, do, you'd eat as frequently as honey does. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think this is just a me problem? No, the the one that with the tapatio, and, and you know me. I fucking love Tapatio. Tapatio is my number one hot sauce. Didn't it make it taste like tomatoes? It a, was a gross. Yeah, I, I was. It was not good. It was not good at all. Okay, pick on Raven. Time's over. <sighs> <laughs> You're like, oh, got to have our system. Well, I I didn't have much to say because I wasn't there. All right, so. It's become, this is the saddest, most fucking morbid fucking tradition of the show. (laughs) But it seems like every single show, we have to stop the show and we have to discuss the most recent celebrity death. And we have another one this week. Every week is somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are new to listening to the show, let me explain how this works. Every week on the show, we discuss a well-known celebrity's death and then discuss what our personal feelings were about this person. So if you didn't know by now, and I'm sure everybody knows by now, Lisa Marie Presley died at 54. She just recently died of a heart attack, cardiac arrest. Yeah, it was weird because I remember I was on YouTube and they were talking about, you know, they showed the entire Presley family. They went to the Golden Globes because the actor that did the movie, um, Elvis, Austin, whatever his name is, he won a Golden Globe for it. And Lisa so they, Marie was looking rough. I know. She looked like she was high. Yeah, she looked rough you as know, fuck. I saw, she's only a few years older than me. I saw an interview where she was with her mother, and I'm looking at them both, and I'm like, her mother looks like she's like four years older than her. Yeah. Lisa Marie always had I mean, she's know, had a rough and, life, though. Yeah. I mean, her oh, kid... Yeah. Her kid died, too. Who had a rough life? Lisa Marie. Oh, I'm sure she's had a real fucking I mean, her, Be wait, the daughter of the fucking king of rock and roll. Her kid committed suicide. 
Yeah, because he was a white boy. He's a <laughs> fucking white boy, and white boy problems want to kill himself because he was born into wealth. So uh, yeah, I was about to say, punk. I'm going to kill myself. I got too yeah. much money. Fuck these little suburban white punks that want to do their emo shit when they whoa, got the whoa, whole whoa, fucking whoa. world. Suicide is not for white people. It doesn't discriminate. It to- it'll take anybody. I guarantee if you looked up, if you looked up the numbers that I would say the white people are in the majority of suicide. And I'll tell you why. Because they can't handle any fucking thing. They can't fucking That's handle That's because life. they've had it so good for so fucking long. Exactly. They don't know what, what struggling is. They don't know what strife is. They don't know what it's like to be born into a situation that's fucked up. These fucking white people can't fucking handle anything. So fucking white people kill themselves all the time because Jesus Christ, if you had to be fucking black one day in your fucking life, you'd commit suicide. These fucking white privileged fucks, man. So no, I don't feel bad because her white boy son who was born with a silver spoon in his fucking mouth said life is hard. Fuck off. Well, I found some statistics. Okay, enlighten me. Uh, the suicide rate among white people is 5.3%. The suicide among black and African-American people, 34 Damn, I knew I was right. I fucking knew I was right. White people are little pussies that got to fucking kill themselves because they can't fucking handle shit because they're given everything. All there's, these fucking suburban fucks. There's one that's higher than white people. White people are the highest... Trans With the exception are. of this racial group, <clears throat> but I totally get it. What? American Indians. Native mm-hmm. Americans yeah. have like a 0.3% they higher suicide to, rate. They got something to Yeah, they have something about. to bitch about. But Jesus Christ, that just proves it. These fucking white pussy motherfuckers. So no, I don't feel bad when a little privileged rich white fuck commits suicide. I didn't fucking feel bad for Robin Williams either. I don't fucking feel bad for Robin Williams. Just because you're mentally ill and you don't want to go seek treatment, you have more money than fucking God, everybody in the goddamn world loves you, you fucking want to kill yourself. You don't know what fucking problems are. And then he blames it on his mental illness. You know what? Black people, Mexican people, minorities have mental problems too. But stop fucking thinking that the world is so tough just because you got a bad day, you white motherfucker. Fuck, I can't park my Beamer today. I'm going to end it all. You're fucking killing They don't have it. my fucking pumpkin spice. If I can't see the manager right now, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Fucking here's a bomb. Strap it to your chest and go right into the middle of Whole Foods. Set it off. Motherfuckers. God, I hate fucking white people. Wow, you were in a fucking mood. That's usually me. <laughs> fucking white people disgust me. And it's sad because I'm fucking white. Yes, you are. And you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, too. I was. Mm-hmm. I was. And, and I, I know that. But at least I, I'm not fucking going, oh, I'm listening to The Cure because I've got it so rough. <laughs> Fuck those white punks. Jesus Christ. I can't fucking stand white people. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, what is... Okay, did you girls hear about this dumbass Joe Biden fucking stealing government documents? Yeah. Okay, now, at first, my initial thought was, 
Jesus, Joe, how dumb are you? I mean, we all knew Trump was dumb, but Jesus, Joe. But then my secondary reaction to this whole scandal was, how the fuck lackadaisical is our process for top secret documents that this keeps fucking happening? I mean, this is like happening all the fucking time. At this point, shouldn't somebody go... Uh, National Archives? Uh, what, what the fuck's going on What's there? the point of security clearance if you're not fucking enforcing it? You know, next time you give somebody <laughs> top secret shit, write it down that you gave it to them. Leave, leave, leave some evidence. Is there's a table so you can look back at that and See, go, oh, we don't have that. But when Joe Biden's group, crew, whatever you want to call it, cabinet, found out they had it, they said, oh, shit, we need to give this back. Yeah, Trump I, was like, oh, shit, I need to take this to Mar-a-Lago. And I, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying the National Archives, man, they're just looking like they don't have their shit together. It's like they don't know where these national secrets are at any time. Would they have ever known if he hadn't tattled on himself? I mean, these people are fucking incompetent. Well, obviously, because Trump didn't tell on himself. Yeah, it's, it's like these people are fucking incompetent, though. I'm just saying they look, they look worse than Joe Biden and Trump. The National Archives look worse. Aw, thank you, Lexus. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Whatever. And Black asked, can Kimber cook? And Lexus replied, if she wanted to, she could. That ain't that Okay. So tell the truth. When's the last time you cooked something? For you? For, for anybody. anybody. I cook for you all the time. Burritos are not oh, fucking cooking. Or quesadillas. Oh, jeez. Okay, when was the last? Let me let me put. Let's uh, make you coffee. That's cooking. When was the last time you cooked that a six-year-old can't make? First of all, okay, I don't even (laughs) I don't even like eating. Why the fuck would I put a lot of work and effort into something, an activity I don't even like doing in the first place? I am not a foodie. I don't sit down and enjoy a meal. Like I was saying before the radio show, I see eating as taking a shit. It's something I have to do. It annoys me. It's like I got to take time out of my day to fucking do it because it's a biological function, but it's just time out of my fucking day. I could be more productive doing else, something else. Okay, so we're running out of time here. I, I came up with a little game that I'm going to, this is going to be a weekly thing. And uh, people in the chat can join in if they'd like to. However, uh, I've known Kimber for, what year are we in? 2023? <laughs> uh, for 24 years now. Oh, that's a long time. I've stumped her twice. Extreme. So, this game, don't be cheating. Don't be cheating. Look, don't be looking at my notes. Whatever, so, I'm taking a toke for this. We are going to try and stump Kimber. I've no, got. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm not done with the praise here. Why have you only stumped me twice? Oh, my God. Because you fucking truth. are a vault of useless knowledge. Is that the truth? Yes. Or just a vault of useless knowledge? Yes. Okay. No, that's not the entire truth. Because you are an autodidact, which if you hear something, you usually remember it. Okay, let me ask you a question before you ask me questions. That's okay. not how the game and, works. And yeah, you, that's not how the game works. I want you to be 100% honest. That's not how the game works. No, you can ask me as many questions, but I'm just going to ask you one. 
And I want you to be 100% honest. Okay? Who's the smartest person you know? That's right. Who's the smartest How person? How did I know that? Who's the smartest person you have ever met? You. Oh. Shut up. You <laughs> fucking were digging for that fucking compliment. Uh, no, I love hearing it. I do. Uh, you know, I can hear I'm sexy 10 million times a day from fans. I don't give a fuck. That, that compliment means nothing to me at this point. But hearing that from somebody I've been married to for wow. 24 years. I guess I'll stop then. You know, it, it's like, you know, 24 years, this, this woman believes I'm the smartest person she's ever met. That's huge. Okay. That's fucking huge. All right, that's enough of giving, making okay. your head bigger. That's Aww. enough. Okay. So uh, there are some obvious um, things that I left out, like there's no math. Because we both fucking hate math and we wouldn't be able to fucking answer it. I would have yeah, to know. Yeah, math retarded. And um, so I, we'll start off with some easy ones, okay? And this could span, this could be pop culture, <laughs> this could be movies, animals. <coughs> so we'll start off with an easy one. <laughs> okay, I'm doped and ready. <coughs> what, what actor voiced Mufasa in the original Lion King? James Earl Jones. Okay. <coughs> what day? That's some good shit. What day is Star Wars Day? Oh, come on. This is a fucking easy one. I know this one. Uh, you stumped her <laughs> with the second question. Uh, and I, even dumbass Raven knows this one. I, I mean, I, is it May? I, I'm not that much of a nerd. I mean, May you're the nerdier. fourth be with you. Oh, see, I you're knew nerdier it was in than May. I am, and I knew that. I knew it was in May, but Jesus Christ, that's like kill yourself nerd level. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> if if somebody said that like you just did, like in school, I'd beat them up and take some mm-hmm. lunch money. If somebody said, no, it's me, the fourth be with you, I'd be like, dude, you just, just have this coming. Just just give me your lunch money. I'm going to hit you a few times. Who made the first cell phone? Oh, I don't fucking know. The big, chunky-ass cell phones. Nokia? I don't know, Motorola? Motorola's okay. right. Okay, that's just a guess. Okay. Well, back then it was Motorola or Nokia. It was one <laughs> yeah. or the other. I, I knew the first one. I guess the other one was in May, and I guess Motorola. Okay, now we're going to mo- to a movie. I know enough to make good guesses. In the movie Top Gun. Oh, Jesus. What was Maverick's real name? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever watched that movie all the way through. Really? I've only watched bits and pieces with you because I can't fucking stand it. His name was Pete Mitchell. I fucking cannot stand it. I think it's a... Uh, I think it's an 80s girl movie. Listen, I I was made to watch the second movie, and I fucking thought it was the dumbest regurgitated crap I'd ever seen because they even went down to having the fucking volleyball game. They just threw a football in there instead. Everybody sees, I I watch, what I've seen of Top Gun, I've seen just about all of it. it. It reminds me of Sweet Home Alabama. There are movies made for men, there are movies made for women. The, the fucking Top Gun, although it gets a rap being a man's film, it is not. No. It is a woman's movie. Women love Top Gun. 
It was made for women. The whole shirtless volleyball scene. It was designed, written to get women wet. Men in uniforms. Whole, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. The whole sex scene. We're between. talking about it, so you got to sing your song. What? The, the song you always sing when you talk about the volleyball scene. Play with the boy. <laughs> okay, and last it was one. Totally a, but you agree that that film I do. was intended and I, marketed I do women. because it's men in uniforms. It's uh, a bunch of shirtless men. But it's romance heavy. It's romance heavy, but the, here's the thing that they should have not done is they shouldn't have not made them Navy. Why? You should never make anyone Navy. Because <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> In well, the Navy, you can find a good man okay. in the Navy. Here's the last one. What is a group of kangaroos called? You were going to school for to be a zoologist. Yeah, but my major was cetaceans. Um, There's a big clue in this room. I don't know. Mob. Mob? Okay. We have a poster of the fucking Goodfellows in here. Why can't we just call a a group of fucking animals, no matter what they are, the same damn thing? Yeah, well, because you gotta have, like, a murder of crows. Yeah, why can't it be a mob of whales? And a pride of lions. Yeah. A pod of whales. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's it's like, but the thing is with zoology, and she should know this because she she specializes in primates. Mm-hmm. Just because you specialize in one zoological species doesn't mean you know a whole lot about others. Like uh, my my specialty was cetaceans, marine mammals, whales. So I know a lot about marine mammals, but I don't know a lot about chimps. She actually knows a lot more about physical anthropology, aka, uh, you know, uh, what was the uh, the, the great apes. Yeah, that's it. The great apes. The true primates. Yeah, I hadn't I decided did. yet. I was uh, flipping between big cats or primates because I, I thought they were both really cool. But I, I think at the end there, I had decided towards primates. Yeah, but you, you just learn a little basic knowledge about animals, how animals work, basically. Well, but maybe. then when you, when you go into college, um, you just learn the very basics of animals but then when you go pick your specialty, you learn a lot about that particular species. But you don't have a lot of wide animal knowledge. <laughs> I'm going to hit him. He just wants to be next to I me. I don't care. He needs to go away. You need to go your away, fucking baby. dog needs to go away. We are on the air and we are working. He doesn't know that. I don't fucking care. I'm so fucking tired of that dog. Jesus, oh. moods today. I know, right? She's uh, in a fucking foul that, mood. That dog is, you ha- You don't have to deal with him, Raven. It's awful. It's fucking awful. I didn't have to deal with a dog because I knew I didn't need a dog right now. I travel too much. Or I'd be dealing with it too. This your, dog is the most needy animal I have ever seen. He and, is needy. He is insanely needy. <laughs> It's like, get the fuck off my jock, dude. 
When he, when his mother is not in the fucking house, he is this fucking glue with me, and I cannot fucking stand this. Like he's a Velcro dog to the extreme. He See, can't be more than a foot away. from What me. I loved about Loki, Loki would come over, get a few pets, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go do my own thing now. I just wanted a few pets." And he was like that most of his life. He was never like needy like that. Yeah, not him. He, he needs to be. <laughs> he needs to be on my tit all the time. Oh, maybe because somebody cuddled him incessantly <laughs> when he first came home. Well, Alexis. I still worked. <laughs> I had to leave. I have some Gina Carano news for you. Oh, God. Now, do you want to, before I tell you the new Gina Carano news, do you want to tell uh, the listeners why you react that way when you hear her name? Because uh, she's the Magatard? Uh, yeah, but why does it affect you personally that she is? Oh, because I used to, I used to think she was cool long, long time ago when she was an actual fighter. Now she just fucking rolls over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I I wanted the listeners to know you have a bitterness there that what? used to be I'm a fan. I'm not bitter. You used to be a fan, and then once she made her views public, hey. on, you on fucking shithead. Yeah, he does it right in front of you. He's not a good dog. He's an awful, awful, awful dog. He's cute, he's adorable, but he's just awful. So anyway, Gina Carano, after she was um, she was canceled and removed from Disney, she decided, you know who Ben Shapiro is, right? Oh, God. A little itty-bitty Jew boy mm-hmm. that's a magatard. Uh, that, that looks like he's never hit puberty and talks like this. Well, yeah, she teamed up with Ben Shapiro to make a movie. Saying that they can only cancel us if we let them. So it was a big budget movie that they were going to make for a right wing audience. It's going to be called, well, it is called, because it's out now. White Justice. Terror on the Prairie. Oh, God. It was produced by the Daily Wire for a right wing audience with a budget of $75 million. Oh, Jesus. Would you well, like to that's know that's seventy five million flushed down the toilet? Yep. <laughs> Would you like to know what the box office returns were? Eighteen dollars, <laughs> thirteen thousand uh, dollars. Wow, that's I mean, in this day and age, that's like twenty six people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thirteen thousand dollars off a seventy five million dollar budget. Now, the people they were pitching it to, the people they made it for, the people that went to see it rejected the film. They said it was too woke. I'm not even making this shit up. This oh is 100 percent true. God, the MAGA audience watched Terror on the Prairie with Gina Carano, made by Ben Shapiro for right wingers. Said it was too woke, and I'm going to tell you why they felt it was woke and walked out. Okay, tell me. And I can't make this shit up. They was it because the husband wasn't beating his wife? Kind of sufficiently, because <laughs> they portrayed women as strong and men as weak. And that if they wanted to see that, they could go to Hollywood. Wow. And it's the Magatars. Because the women weren't in their place in the fucking kitchen and pregnant. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm not making up. If any of our listeners want to look this shit up and why MAGA people rejected the movie, that's 100% true. They were upset because women were depicted as strong, independent, and could hold their own. And free thinkers. God damn. Well, did you guys see that that little excerpt of that Republican congressperson, I think it was, where he's sitting in a meeting and he's like, I, 
I've owned a farm my whole life and I've milked tons of cows. So I know a thing or two about women's reproductive oh, Jesus. stuff. That's all it takes. So I'll take some mega land gardener. Chikuku. All right. Now I want to play this, this little TikTok that somebody put up for you, Raven, because I played it for, for Lexus, but it started a conversation that I very briefly got into with Lexus, but I want to get into more on the show. So this, this video was posted by somebody making a point about Christians. Okay. (laughs) I want to discuss it because I think it's a pretty valid point. Okay. Isn't it interesting that we don't see Jehovah Witnesses harassing people outside of blood donation centers because blood transfusions are against their religion? We don't see Jews and Muslims harassing people at the grocery store for buying pork products. And we don't see Mormons picketing lines at coffee shops because it's against their religion to have caffeine. We don't see them trying to legislate away coffee shops or caffeine. Yet white evangelicals get a special pass to force themselves onto people all the time, every day. You know what? And she brought up the good point. Very good point. You don't see Jews boycotting Christmas. Yeah. So why the fuck are we to tolerate this one fucking group pushing their beliefs on everybody and trying to make them into law when nobody else does this shit. Muslims aren't out there protesting people. They're leaving people alone. Fucking Jews aren't fucking harassing well, people. Well, not to mention <clears throat> Christians are literally, and, and I don't want to generalize and say all Christians, but there's a good chunk of Christians who will watch the news, bitch about radicalized Muslims, but then go to their church and become radicalized Christians themselves. You know, kidnapping governors and, you know, January 6th. I mean, how is that really, other than bombs, any different than a Muslim terror attack? It's just that the only people that try to push their ways on everybody else is these fucking uh, white Christians. That, that say that we have to bow down to them. Every other religious group in this country leaves everyone alone. They don't push their shit on you. They don't want to make you into a Muslim. They want to make you into a Jew. They're not pushing their shit on you. They're not forcing. See, these fucking white well, Christians have been doing this not since the, the beginning of time. Not the radical one. These white Christians haven't changed their shit since the beginning of time. They used to go over other countries, force you to believe in their God, or they would kill you. Yeah, but... How different are they really now? You got to think about the mentality of these people. I think it was a... uh, I think it was a church in Tennessee where the preacher is actually up in the pulpit preaching about how there's witches in his church. Okay, I got to go. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Uh, we need a bye, Lexus soundbite. Yeah. Bye. We love you, but we hate your dog. <laughs> oh, he's looking at you like he That's knew right. it. You poop in the house later. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Oh. Don't. oh, you are. Oh, I'm leaving it for you if he does now. <laughs> you wish that hex upon me with your awful dog. Now if he poops, I'm leaving that. I'm putting in a special pile for you. I'm you putting, will not. I'll put a name tag on that. 
I'm going to take one of our spare Christmas tags. I'm going to slap it right on the top poop. <laughs> to Lexus from from Romeo. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's what I'm going to do, little fuck. <clears throat> and Black says, take care. Bye. Rodney says, bye. bye. There. I mean, now I'm done being a fucking messenger, sir. Riley was the one that enjoyed doing that. Remember, she was the one that picked the poop up off the floor at my house with her hand. She didn't enjoy doing it. <laughs> so, have you um, have you been following this uh, the whole reboot of Night Court? Were you a fan of Night Court? I saw like a trailer or something of it, and I knew. I never said anything to you, but as I'm watching this, I'm like. Kimber's going to lose her shit. Yeah, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> and no, I wasn't a big fan. I mean, I would watch I it was. if my parents were, but that was about the only way. I was a big fan of Night Court. And first of all, it looks like the original Night Court with the laugh track and the sets and everything. It looks like cheap 80s Night Court. Looks the same. I did see that, I guess, the original judge, the the woman that's playing the judge now is his daughter or niece or something like that. The only person returning is John Larroquette, which was a smarmy lawyer. Yeah. Now, he was extremely young when he played that lawyer, so he is still alive. I was so, about to say, <clears throat> is what was his name, Bull? Well, I'm, we're going to get there. Is so he? John no, Larroquette, no. I was, is he still alive? We're going to get there. Stop being impatient. So... John Larroquette is now 75 years old. However, I think it's extremely distasteful to bring him back to reboot a series with an, with an original actor. It's a series that's beloved and where almost everybody has died. Now, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Harry Anderson, which was a judge, is dead. Marky Post, which was a cute little blonde, she's dead. She's dead? She's dead. Yeah, she died at 70. God, has it been... It's been that long. Yeah, we're so old. Now, I'm going to get Christ, to, I'm <clears throat> old. I'm going to get to Bull now. First of all, if you didn't know, in the series, Bull was a nickname, but his real name, his character's real name was Aristotle Nostradamus Shannon. <laughs> but everyone called him Bull Shannon. Now, I can see why. Richard Mull stood six foot eight, and I shouldn't say stood, because that motherfucker's still alive. He stood, and they and, didn't bring him back? And he looks great. He and is, they didn't bring him back. For a guy that big to live and look as good as he does. What's, what's his real in, name? Uh, Richard Mull. His last name is Mull. And uh, now, just put Richard Mull now. And he has a white beard, white hair. But he's 80 years old. At six foot eight, guys. Jesus, that, he's, he's actually kind of sexy. He looks great, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah. He's 80. Let's he's see if 80. I can snag this picture. I mean, I was like, wow, he looks good. And, you know, guys that are six foot eight, guys that are that big, don't live that long. This motherfucker's 80, he looks great. So I was like, wow, okay. So, but the fact that they remake a beloved series where the most famous, iconic, remembered characters are dead, all that series is going to do is throw it in your face every time you watch it that your favorite parts of it are dead. It's going to be depressing. It will, yeah. And the only uh, audience it's going to attract are the people who were fans of the original. So you're marketing to... Who are almost all dead. Yeah. 
you're you're marketing to nostalgia for very old people my age, but we remember all of your actors and they're all dead now, except for John Larroquette, which you brought back at 75 and bull, which I, I was just looking up who had died and, uh, bull's still alive. He's 80. And, and he's I mean, good. he's he looks good. You would think he'd be all bald and shit. Know, he's he actually got a good head of hair. Yeah. I guess he <laughs> shaved his head for the fucking role. Cause he's got great. He's got Richard gear fucking hair, but he looks <laughs> fucking fantastic at 80. Yes, he does. I was like, damn, I might do him because you know he got big dick. He's you know what foot. that means? Big old dick. You know what that means? What? Not big old dick. <laughs> you're always saying because you are taller that you're going to go early. Yeah. Right there is proof that not all of them do. Yeah, but for the most part, the it's kind of like dog breeds. The bigger the dog breed, the shorter the lifespan. Big people don't live a long time. And if you look at wrestlers or bodybuilders or any of those, I mean, it's rare to find any that live past 70. Rare. See, all the men on both sides of my family die early. But it's because they're chain-smoking alcoholics. That'll do it. But, oh gosh, I had two great-grandmothers on both on each side of my family live past 90, so... I don't know how I feel. Will I get the female genes or will I die like my dad at 52? He doesn't look a day over 60. I agree. No. Yeah. He looks very distinguished. I would not. If, if you just showed me that and said, guess his age. Yeah. I, I would say no more than 68. Yeah. I was really shocked that he's not only still around, but he looks so damn good. Um, but anyway, at 80 years old. I'm glad. I'm happy for him. He's five years older than John Larroquette, and he looks that good. John Larroquette does not look good. No, you can still tell it's him, but... Yeah, <laughs> under all that old man, you can still tell it's him. <laughs> so, Raven. Ray Ray. We were having a discussion at your place, and we were watching videos, and I wanted to go further into the discussion to pick our listeners' brains, see how they feel about it. Cars? Because, no. I know this is a a, deci- <laughs> a a very divisive issue, and we're going to talk about cosplay and how I feel about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how most people feel about it. I am not into cosplay. I don't think the girls who do cosplay are attractive because I'm not a pedophile. I do not want to see a girl dressed up in Sailor Moon. I do not get turned on when I see girls in school girl outfits. I just... Don't. I do not get turned on when I see a girl that gives me the feeling that she is young. Too fucking young. When I look at Britney Spears with the little braids, <laughs> I do not want to fuck it. Okay? I'm just saying that if you look at Britney Spears one more time and you want to fuck her, if you look at the little schoolgirls, you want to fuck them, if you look at Sailor Moon and want to fuck her, there's a problem. <laughs> and I am not attracted. That is why I've never, ever found Natalie Mars attractive. Because she looks like a 14-year-old fucking girl. I would oh, never I agree. fuck yeah. Natalie Mars. I could not fuck Natalie Mars. I could not get my dick hard to fuck a 14-year-old girl. And that's what Natalie Mars looks like to me. And these cosplayers, they could be 30, 40. I don't fucking <laughs> care. But they look like they're 14. And I'm, that does not turn me on. I like seeing 
you know, just the women in the bought off the shelf costumes and they just happen to have the perfect shaped body. Now, the superhero uh, that ones, doesn't do it for me. The superhero now, that's ones what you I was, were showing me are fine. It's the anime. Yeah. That's pedophile. What gets me is because I, I actually like to watch these documentaries. Well, they're not really. It'll be like a YouTube video that's done like one. But it's uh, where this guy will take you through the whole construction of his Iron Man suit or something like that. Yeah, like Adam Savage says. Yeah, and that's what I enjoy watching. And then I like seeing them walk around and seeing the reactions of the fans. But After everything I have seen, being in porn, being at Comic-Cons and whatever, after everything I've seen, I am convinced, Raven, and I'm being 100% serious. I'm convinced Wow, you're using my name. It must be serious. That Japan is a pedophile capital of the fucking world. Well... That's because they look like they're the same age from the time they're 14 until yeah, they're 40. The shit that they do in their pop culture and their videos, their music videos, and the fucking uh, porn they create, that has got to be the pedophile fucking capital of the world, Japan. And you know, because have you ever seen Japanese porn? It's all about little teenage girls getting no, raped. No, no, no. Fucking Japanese people are fucking sick. It's about tentacles no. or teenage girls getting raped. In in Japan, it is flat out 100% illegal. It, it's almost like their porn is, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Cinemax or HBO After Dark. Oh, with like the, the blur out thing? Yeah, they would blur it out. They weren't allowed to actually show but penetration. If, if you watch a lot of Japanese porn, you'll notice that the, the main reoccurring theme in their Japanese porn is rape. Seriously. Oh, well, I don't watch it that much. If you much. watch their, their porn, it's either a girl being forced to do something, she's crying or whatever. Or it's a cartoon of a girl getting raped. <laughs> but their fucking porn is rape porn. They love to see young girls being raped. They want to see young girls being raped by aliens, monsters, <laughs> men, dogs, the octopus. They don't fucking care. They want to see a young chick getting raped. They are sick fucks. Japanese people are sick as fuck. You ever go watch <laughs> Japanese porn, you'll go down a goddamn rabbit hole. You will never recover from mentally. It's traumatizing. I'm enjoying listening to your rabbit hole here. And, and it's like, you know, at the Comic-Cons, cosplay, I, I don't care about the superheroes. That's fine. If you want to be a superhero, be a superhero. But when you start cosplaying as these anime characters, which are these little... 14-year-olds wearing skimpy clothes that look like schoolgirls and you're showing almost everything with a little thong on. You look like a little schoolgirl and you dress up and make your makeup look like a little schoolgirl. That, to me, is crossing a fucking line. Who the fuck are you trying to sexually turn on? Because that, to me, is a little on the verge of sick. I, I agree. And I don't understand Natalie Mars's huge fan base. It shows me that there's a lot of fucking sick men out there because she looks like a 14-year-old girl. She's even built like a 14-year-old girl. It's just, I, I don't I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. I don't see the appeal. I just don't have it in me to be a fucking pedophile, I guess. 
Sorry, I was having some technical difficulties over here. I lost a screen and it was just flashing. Yeah, I know. She stopped by the production <laughs> booth on her way out over there. <clears throat> yeah, we got it back. So, okay, Raven, did you hear the new Republican uh, outrage about M&M's? No. What? Really? I thought it hit all... They have their new culture war going on now. Well, I knew they threw a fit, and they were saying the green one was transsexual. Yeah, and... they're back at it. Oh, God. Because Eminem just released a purple Eminem to honor feminism and women achieving their goals. And, of course, Republicans are against that. <laughs> I swear to God. The Republicans are like, we're against it. Whatever it is, we're against it. Yeah, so it's like a purple Eminem introduced for feminism. And basically, it's the image of the girl M&Ms turned upside down. And on the cover of the bag, they, they say, women are turning the world upside down. Celebrate feminism. And every package of this special m and sold with the purple M&Ms, they will uh, donate a dollar to fucking women rape shelters and so forth. So okay. it's all for Republicans hate it. They're against it. Of course they are. So, yeah, they, they are throwing a fit because M&M's is going woke and they're boycotting the tasty treat. Well, I mean, because how dare them celebrate women? Un- unless you're invading another country. You know, you really can't be. Democrat. Yeah, they got Tucker Carlson got all pissed because of they, course he all he, he gets sexually, pissed over everything. Well, he was originally pissed because he was no longer sexually attracted to the green M M&M. and M, <laughs> and he threw a fit that they had lowered her heel size and took away her thigh highs. And he says, <laughs> that, you know, I'm no longer, you know, I no wa- longer want to get, you know, my dick sucked by the green M M&M, and M. So now I'm going to hate it. Ah. I mean, at this point. Why do they not just come out and run on the platform they want to run on? Crazy? No, the whole, uh, oh, what was that show? The Handmaid's Tale. Just run on that platform. Oh, don't even get, le- I'm glad you waited till Lexus is <laughs> off the, sh- the fucking show to bring up that movie. Jeez, I watched. Gets her going. I watched like two episodes and I just couldn't get into I, it. I'm looking at her face. <laughs> she fucking, that movie, ugh. That movie gets her going. It just, oh, it, that's, it, it was pissing me off too. And that's another reason I quit watching it. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, the MAGA people are mad about the M&Ms because they don't believe in feminism, think female equality is a woke concept. They think black equality, blacks having the same rights as whites is a woke doctrine. They think that's being woke. Mm-hmm. They think that black people having, being, uh, given the same rights as a white person or women having the same opportunities as a man is woke. That fucking woke. Jesus Christ. It's like what they believe is woke is like human dignity and rights. But, but making sure a fucking crazy guy can still get his hands on a gun. I mean, that's... Gotta have your priorities. <laughs> and make sure that if you have a bunch of uh, Trump-loving cops with guns, they run in the opposite direction of any danger. Yeah. At all times. What, they waited like 45 minutes, wanted to send in a robot? They're just pussies with a gun. That's all they are. They're pussies with a gun. 
their little dick pussies with a gun. Because you got to have a micro penis as fuck to even be a cop. So they're little pussies with a gun. <laughs> and for all you cops listen, listening out there, prove me wrong. Whip it out. Let's see if you have at least eight. Because I don't think I've ever seen a cop dick that was. I haven't seen many. I have, and they're all <laughs> small. In fact, the smallest penis I've ever seen on a black man was a black cop. <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I was like, now I get why you're a fucking traitor to your own people and why you're a cop. Because you got a small ass dick. <clears throat> Didn't you say he had a hard time even getting past your butt cheeks? And I have only met one cop that I actually liked, and he's an ex-cop. And the only reason I liked him is because he is not the kind of person that should have ever been a cop in the first place. Uh, not at all. Yeah. And if he's listening, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he didn't have the cop personality. He never did. He was never cop or cop life. He was not that kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know how he got as far as he did in the force, but he was never cut out to be a cop. That guy is not a cop. And that's why I like him because he's so fucking not a cop. Well... That guy... Your brother would make a great cop. I thought about being a cop. Your brother, though, <laughs> that's cop material. Oh, yeah. Nine years Marine Corps working for the government. Y your brother-in-law. Great cop. Oh, yeah. That'd make a great cop right there. I don't think he could. Tox little dick toxic males, basically. Well, see, I don't think he could. I don't think he could even be a cop. Bye. Love, love you, you too. Bye, Alexis. He, I don't think, could make the transition. When you're doing, because he's special forces, when you're doing clandestine shit in another country, certain rules don't apply to you or the people you're engaging. But if you're a cop, there is a lot of laws. Yeah, I'm glad that M. Black threw up the, the Eminem uh, characters here. And Black quit doing my job. I, I wanted to tell you a few of the complaints they had, okay? Okay. One of the complaints was the green Eminem no longer is sexy because she doesn't have the big eyelashes or the thigh-high boots. She's too androgynous. And then there are other complaints, and these are all real complaints that the Tucker Carlson show had. The other complaints was the purple one that represents feminism is obese because she's pear-shaped, even though that she's supposed to be a peanut M&M and shaped just yeah. like the males. But she, Tucker Carlson, says she's completely unattractive. They made a female that was completely unattractive to show that it's okay to be obese as a woman. Why is it's it... It's a concept. Why is it a big deal that the M&M looks sexy? I know, right? But they throw fits when drag queens read books... To children saying it's sexualizing it. I mean, uh, who's going to account for these motherfuckers? <laughs> so did you hear about the gas stoves? Gas stoves? Yeah. Going to go bye-bye? No. Yeah, it turns out they've always been killing you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I have one. Ooh, turns out they, they fucking kill you. Uh, and the... Uh, the um, they're going to get rid of them, basically. They're passing legislation to get rid of gas stoves because 
uh, I guess they've known for decades that it puts out a lot of uh, uh, methane and formaldehyde and fatal gases. And they say that if a gas stove is used indoors, not outside in the uh, open air, that over time it causes lung cancer and respiratory issues. And Oh, shit. Yeah, so they're going to outlaw gas stoves. So they're encouraging everyone to start converting from gas to electric now before the legislation goes into effect that will completely outlaw gas stoves. Of course, the Republicans are flipping their fucking shit because they say, like their burgers... I won't fire. Yeah, the the woke people are taking their stoves away, but I guess they have overwhelming evidence like they did with uh, tobacco and everything. Yeah. Overwhelming evidence of cases that uh, gas stoves make people very sick and should be outlawed. Damn. Yeah. I've really only ever had gas stoves. Yeah, they, they say that long-term gas stove usage is pretty bad for you. Yeah. They, they say it fills your home with invisible fumes that are fairly deadly to the human respiratory system. Uh, most of it is methane, but they... Like unburned? Yeah, they say uh, um, formaldehyde is released as well. So, I Yum. Mean, yeah, if, you, if you're worried about it, just go... Online when you get home and check out, you know, dangers of gas stoves. Hey, I was wanting a new stove, so maybe I should use this as a little push for my landlord to buy me a new one. Yeah, in case any of our listeners hadn't uh, known that this was a thing or that they were passing legislation to ban them from use, yes, if you have a gas stove, uh, it has been proven by the scientific community to cause substantial long-term health damage from use. So you don't want to use them. Uh, they've released all the information. They say they want to ban them. So. Well, won't affect me none. I got me an induction stovetop. <laughs> so, Raven, you want to know something scary? This is scary. There's a new poll out. And this is scary you shit. You when I don't make your food right? No, this is true <laughs> scary shit. This is true and it's terrifying, at least to me. 60%. Now, I want you to know that all three of these things came in at 60% believed by the Republicans. By all, Repub- all Republican voters, 60%. So over half believe this. Santa's real. Number one, election was stolen from Trump. Of we course, that, right? that's a given. Okay, that, here comes some scary ones. Two and three scare me a little bit. Number two, the attack on Paul Pelosi was a fake event and made up to make the Republicans look bad. Oh, Jesus Christ. 60% of Republican voters believe that. That Paul Pelosi was not hit in the head with a hammer or attacked. That was all false flag. That he was having some gay fling or some they, shit. They cite that they believe it was a Jesse Smollett event. How? Because they, they believe it was all faked just to make Republicans look bad. 60% oh of them. Th- that's why I said these are scary. Now, the third one, this is true. 60% of Republican voters believe that the Capitol riot never happened. It was a peaceful protest that was altered footage by the Democrats to make the Republicans look bad and violent. Altered from yes. what? They honest, From what, though? They are so entrenched in conspiracy theories now. They honestly believe on this poll that the Paul Pelosi attack was a false flag 
And they believe that the Capitol riot was altered footage and none of it was real. You know they don't believe that when they go home and talk to their wives. I think, no, these are, the, these are not politicians. These are the actual voters believe this. Ugh. The base, the people that the politicians have been lying to that are stroking the conspiracy weirdos, these are the voters that are asked these questions. And the, the top three that over 60% of Republican actual voters believe are the election was stolen, that Paul Pelosi was a fake event, false flag, made up to make Republicans look bad, and that the Capitol riot never happened. It was a peaceful protest and altered footage to make them look violent. They believe that. That's at the core of their fucking beliefs. Wow. That's why they're so passionate and violent. They actually believe those things. They can't get it in their mind that they're violent and sick, that they, they attacked the Capitol. They attacked an 82-year-old man. They can't fucking get it in their head that they're attacking doctors and nurses that are trying to get people to use their masks, that they're attacking a, a abortion clinics. They can't get it through their fucking mind that they're violent and sick. <clears throat> well, I mean, with the uh, COVID shots, I don't agree with People who don't want to get it. However, you know, if you want to take that chance, you go for it. But I'm not. CM Black knows what's up. He's been hearing about the gas stoves. He's putting up a little pictures out there. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> so <sighs> let me tell you, let me tell you about my shoot last night. Was it last night? Yes, it was last night. Okay. So I get there. At the studio, as you know, it has no heat, so it was a little bit colder last night than it was the last time we. Well, amend that statement. We do have heat. We just have a landlord that won't fucking fix it. Yeah, it's not because our studio is in a in a shed. So last night it just happened to be snowing and insanely cold last night. So it was by the time I got to the fucking studio, it was like twenty degrees. So I, I get in there. I'm carrying my little tiny portable heater with me that I, we use on our shoot. And I put it in the little area I'm going to set up to do the shoot. And I arrive a half hour early and I start warming it up. Then I sit right in front of it and take off all my clothes. I'm fucking naked. 20 degree weather. It's literally what I did last night because it was an hour shoot. What I did last night is the equivalent of me getting naked, standing out on the front of the back porch <laughs> in the snow and just staying there for an hour. Because I literally couldn't feel anything on my body after this shoot. But I get there. I'm all ready. I'm fucking freezing my ass off. I'm just going to power through this fucking shoot. Power through this fucking shoot. He said, he hits me up. He's like, I'm running a little late. <laughs> because it's 8 o'clock. It's the time for our shoot. He said, 8 o'clock. I'm there. I was there at 730 to set up. But I'm ready by 8. So he says, I'm going to be running a little late. I said, how late? He says, just a few minutes. I said, okay. A few minutes go by. He hits me back up. He says, taking longer than I thought. I might be 15 minutes late. <laughs> At this point, I'm getting a little annoyed. I said, okay, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there in front of the heater trying to stay warm. Half hour goes by. Half hour now. <sighs> I'm just getting into Danville. I'm a few minutes away. <laughs> Uh, okay. A half an hour ago, he was a few minutes away. Now, he wanted the 8 o'clock slot, so I gave him from 8 to 9. 
That was his slot from 8 to 9 to do a BJ shoot, which is plenty of time, an hour to do a BJ shoot. Can easily crank it out because I got other shit to do. So he finally shows up 40 minutes Ugh, late. I would see, I would cancel that <clears> just <throat> out of principle. So as soon as he walks through the door, I want to tear into him, but as I open the door and let him in, I think it's Troy. <laughs> this guy could be his twin. It, Maybe it identical, is. I thought it was. Because I was about to go the fuck off. Like, what the fuck do you want and all this shit? If you guys don't know, Troy is just a guy we've been having problems with. He used to shoot with us. He became a problem. We don't shoot with him anymore. But this black guy looks so much like Troy. And I'm I'm somebody that's been with thousands of black guys. I know they don't all look the same. This guy Fuck you. No, I'm not that wasn't a personal attack. I was just telling our listeners I know the difference between a black man. Unlike most of these crackers. And this guy looks so much like fucking Troy. It was insane. Same chin hair, same haircut, same features, same age. So at first, when I opened Maybe the door, they are. I didn't say anything. I was just staring at him. And I was just, I didn't know what to do. So I let him in. I closed the door. And then he talked. And he said, I'm sorry I'm late. And I realized it was a different voice. So I, I calmed down a little bit, and I realized, okay, this isn't Troy, because it looks so much like him. <laughs> so I I went off at him a little bit. I says, I do this as a job. This is my fucking job. This isn't a happy, fun time for me. I said, you respect my time. You treat it like a job. You be professional. If you say you want an 8 o'clock shoot, that means you are on set by 8. Don't fucking waste my time. My time's very expensive, and if you have to pay for it, you're going to learn that. <laughs> So he says, okay, I'm sorry. So we sit down and I am fucking, uh, now the heater I got over here makes a hum, as you can hear. So I can't have it running during the shoot. So it's 20 degrees in here. I've got the heater facing us while he's sitting down. I get everything. I put my hands against the heater again, warmed up before I touch his dick because I can't feel him really at this point. And oh, now, that would be horrible. Yeah. So I have to warm him up. I have to put him up against the heater until I can feel my hands again before I touch his dick for the scene. <laughs> and then I have to turn the heater off for the scene because the scene will pick up the sound. So I can't run the heat the whole shoot. And the front, the entire front of our studio is just glass windows. Yes. So it is literally 20 degrees in there for this entire shoot. So I'm sucking and sucking, sucking. Finally get through. Luckily, he didn't last a long time. I mean, he lasted the perfect time. He lasted about 15 minutes. Oh, so not 53 seconds? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not right away, but it's enough that I get a clip out of it, but he doesn't last yeah. 40 minutes. No, I get it. It was like the perfect amount of dick sucking. So he leaves, and I, I come back home, and while I'm in my car and I'm blasting the heat, is then I get the feeling of ice picks in every part of my body because I am so frozen at this point from, uh, like I said, I literally was is the equivalent of standing out on the back deck in the snow for an hour naked. So I am thinking maybe I even have frostbite <laughs> because my whole body feels like I'm being hit with a flamethrower, a blowtorch. Because as my nerves are refiring, because the heat is causing me to thaw, it feels like my whole body's asleep, but it's painfully hot. Like my whole body's on fire. I don't know if you've ever... Yeah, I yeah. have. 
and you've ever had your feet really cold and you put them in front of a heat and it feels like it's burning. Yes. But my whole body, <laughs> the whole body was on fire. So I was in pain the whole fucking way home. I, I mean, my fucking feet hurt so bad. It was a horrible shoot. Fucking horrible. And I am so glad. I am so fucking glad I didn't pull you into that shit. So fucking glad. Because, I didn't even know about it. Because if you had gone down there and we were sitting there naked, freezing our ass off for 40 fucking minutes waiting for this guy, you would have lost your fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't like, I don't know what you want to do Sunday because I don't really, I'm used to it. I do it all the time. No, the it's studio. not this Sunday. It's next Sunday. Oh, okay. He had a shoot this weekend. All right. Well, what I'm saying is I'm used to it. I do production there all the time. But you're not, and I know how much it sucks, and it ain't fun. I hate to subject you to the studio, not in the middle of winter. Because last time we were there, I felt bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were <laughs> fucking freezing your ass off. I'm used to it. I'm, I used to be used to it. I mean, I grew up in upstate New York where it's like, Below zero all winter. Well, I, I'm not used to the cold. As you know, I keep the library very warm. Uh, well, since like I've cold. transitioned, since I've transitioned, it's I inherited that female trait of not ever being warm enough. I'm always freezing now. My ex used to crawl on me because she said I was a heater. Uh, okay, M-Blacks is a perfect amount, and you say your perfect amount is one hour? Oh, yeah. Of dick sucking? Well, if it's if it's you. You have never been down there sucking me for an hour. Oh, yeah, I have. You have not. Yes, I have. No, you usually get me off when, like, 20 minutes. No, there's, there's, there, okay, and you're always saying this. There's times when you suck dick for other people, and then there's times when you suck dick for yourself. Aw. <laughs> God, that's an old picture. <laughs> it's that still picture, good, though. That picture's like fucking six years old. Shit. Look at your eyebrows. Yeah, I had some big old caterpillars, didn't I? Cute sunglasses. Oh, I wish I still had those. Cute sunglasses. My nails were looking hella good that day. <laughs> See, your lips always look good. I always had big lips, even before I had to I get fucking surgery and shit to get. I was that like look. a Trixie in that way, where she she doesn't really get lip injections; she just naturally has big old lips. So I mean, I had to pay for them. Fuck you both. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> so now I, this guy looks just like Troy, though, because he had that nasty ass fucking. Like chin hair? Yes. That is a goatee without the goatee. Looks like he took like one of those one of those uh kitchen scrubbers and yeah, glued it, it to his chin. Let's it grow long enough to be all stringy and shaggy. And like you can't grow a real beard because he was only twenty four, so he grew that. Kinda like Troy did. See, I don't get that. I was I could grow beards in high school. I hate that young black man with chin hair shit. I mean, a black man looks good in a beard if he keeps his shit trim. Yeah, Uh, I agree. A black man looks good with a goatee, like Luke Cage, if he keeps his shit trimmed. He looks really good with a goatee. Uh, But fucking that shaggy fucking on your chin, 
goatee. Yeah, shit. but if if I remember correctly, he didn't even have. It wasn't even full. It was just like each hair was like a quarter of an inch away from the other hair. Uh, um, your 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 boy Trey is hoping that you want to suck his dick for an hour. I guess. No. Actually. What? And he didn't say anything about me. He just said an hour or him. Yeah, he says Raven an hour. Who's dick? You you think you're talking about sucking? You're sucking the other person's dick. So he's hoping you're saying an hour. He's hoping you like to. He might have been asking if I suck your dick for an hour. For me, it's just fifteen minutes. If you make me suck. Oh, anybody else? It's like just get get off and go home. Oh, (laughs) we sound so awful. Get the fuck out of here. Your money's on the dresser. Get the fuck out. I just fucking sprayed on your face. Get the fuck out. Well, I We're mean. such pimps. I got shit to do. <laughs> we, <laughs> we sound like pimps. Hey. Normally, can't. I have to race home and send you the footage before I can go to bed. So, yeah. So, you know how I go off almost every show. And I can't, I can't let this show go without me going off about this issue about the woke repainting of established characters oh not again brown face or black face or or yellow face have you checked out the new velma cartoon no it's an adult scooby-doo cartoon made for adults i i saw it but i didn't want to see it well she's of indian descent now with brown skin um, Velma. Now, Shaggy is now black. That has oh, that chin Jesus. hair. He's now black with cornrows with the chin hair. Uh, and Scooby-Doo is really not in the series at all. Period. Uh, here, the, the thing is, when you repaint well-known characters, it pisses me off. Do we have well-known diverse characters in classics that could have had a new take on? Yeah, how about Fat Albert? <laughs> but it's Fat Albert. Well, it's fucking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's about a fat kid. Yeah, it, well, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo is about a fucking dog. Yeah, but that's not as controversial as a fat person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one you ever heard of. See, You're you, an asshole. You thought I was going to break out the shaggy. I, I threw one over on you. Zoik's like, let's get out of here, oh, Scoop. Geez. This place is like uber spooky. I don't want to be here when the pirate ghost gets back. You're right, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What the fuck? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you, blew- <laughs> you actually clipped the mic. <laughs> you got so loud you clipped it. I just don't fucking get with the repaints. It's so disrespectful. It's like black face and brown face. Minorities, trans people, whether you're black or Mexican, we don't want your fucking hand-me-downs. We don't want your properties when they stop making money, so now you give them to us. Write original shit for us. Write original trans characters. Write original black characters. Focus on black characters like Luke Cage. Focus on Hispanic characters or write new characters fucking his yeah. don't stop giving us your I fucking mean, hand-me-downs 
because you know you know much better than I do. They seem to focus on in Marvel pretty much like the main what first characters. No, no, that's not really true. The classic characters. That's not true, but you wouldn't know the difference. The classic <laughs> characters. Again, not true, but you wouldn't know the difference. But there's there's hundreds of comic books they could choose stuff from. Yes, there are. But they keep going back to fucking Avengers, Spider-Man, the Hulk. Well, those aren't really the classic Avengers either. <laughs> I'm naming off shit. What happens is when a property starts making substantially less money, they have to put a repaint on it. So what happens is they give hand-me-downs to women and to minorities when their properties no longer make the kind of money. So when Thor no longer is drawing the box office numbers, he becomes She-Thor. When Loki is no longer drawing the box offices, he becomes She-Loki. I mean, it's like when your, your thing has gone down to the bottom of how much money it's making... That's when you repaint it and give it as a hand-me-down to another group. Rebrand it as another group and try to make a little bit more money off that name because you can't make the you money know, you used to. I saw one, and I don't know how you feel about this. I really don't care, but I know people feel very strongly about this or about this movie, about as strongly as I did about Dune. They're remaking um, The NeverEnding Story. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. With a tray, you. Have they mentioned who they're going to get to play a tray? No, no, it didn't. Oh, my God. It just, uh, why? I hate the movie. I fucking hate it. Falcor, the luck dragon. It's not the movie. It's when that came out, my two younger siblings were like, I don't know, like four and six. So that fucking movie played on repeat for like two years. Were they scared of the nothing? Yes. <laughs> Did they cry about the horse when a tray used horse gave up on yes. life and died? Figure. That was yeah, tra- but that was traumatizing it for a kid. When my brother was a kid, he was very animated. Like Literally every year, Christmas Eve, he would get so excited he would make himself sick. And that and he grew up to be a toxic douchebag. I wouldn't say he's toxic. It's it's an adjustment, adjusting. Now his wife, she's a douchebag. Yeah, but isn't he a cuck? Oh yeah, he's such a cuck. You were too, though. I mean, not as bad as he was, but to some extent, you were a bit of a cuck. You're really getting the be- reaping the benefits now, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> you you are better off. Uh, you are very domestic and sweet, and you're better off playing the wifey role than the husband role, the hubby role. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're better suited for wifey role than hubby role. So I'm just sick of. Uh, all the black guys that want to fuck coming to you and all the black guys that want to be fucked Ew. keep coming to the beta. It's so gross. Why? It's so gross. It's like, why do you come to the beta and say, fuck me in the ass? So gross. It is gross. You say you want to fuck? You want to top? You feel toppy every once in a while? There you go. 
Look I'm at, not fucking do that. <laughs> That's fuck, nasty. Tear up some boy pussy. No. You could get endless boy pussy. Hell, if you said, hey, I want to fuck boy pussy open for business, you'd have so many men throwing oh their fucking God. asses your way. I could quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, for... For all of our <laughs> listeners, let me explain what Raven just said because it's so true. But let me explain why. Because Raven and I could make a sizable fortune off of escorting if we fucked men in the ass. If we were capable of fucking men in the ass and got turned on by that, we could have a high roller client every single day of the week. We would easily make five to $600 a day on a slow day if we fucked men in the ass. Uh-huh. But because there is nothing remotely appealing about that to us, we can't fuck men in the ass, and therefore we miss out on a lot of fucking money. A lot of money. Those black girls that are hung, they're making fucking Oh, yeah. Aw, that's an old pick, too. That was when I was dancing the strip club with you. Somebody hit me up on Fat Life. And asked me if I was going to be dancing at the party next Friday. Fucking old. He's like, yeah, I, I came and saw you once, and I'm going to be back there this this Friday. Maybe was, like five years ago. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to be dancing tonight. And that's what I responded to him. I'm like, I haven't danced there in like three years. I mean, Rodney knew us. I mean, that's where he met us. I mean, that's how Rodney got to know us when we were dancing at the forum. When we were two wild and crazy chicks. Yeah, Rodney no- has known us many years now that I think about it. He's known us for a long time. He's known us since we first started dancing. Well, I've day. known you for eight years, and uh, I can't remember. I do remember. It was August, and you finally told me what you fucking did. I do remember that. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, yeah, Ronnie has known us for so long. He has literally watched our career happen. You weren't dancing then. I think you started in like 2000, late in 2015 maybe, and then I started in 2016. No, might have been 2017. I, I can't remember. I had if- my, no, I didn't have my tits. I started dancing before I got my tits. I don't know if Rodney... I did too, now that I think about it. I don't know if Rodney had met me before I got my implants, but, uh, yeah. Is it weird now that we've been transitioned for so long that we forget some of the shit yeah, it's been from a while. our early transition? God. No, I just remember that fucking Rodney has been there for many years. I remember he was so sweet when I got into it with Wendy. And I fucking walked out. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. I don't need you. And I fucking walk out, and, and he came out with us and talked to us in the car. He was so sweet. He, he used to I, was, out. I was giving a lap dance, and one of the girls came in the middle of my lap dance, and she's like, Kimber just left. I'm like, what do you mean Kimber just left? It was like, she had a fight with, with uh, Wendy, and she left. That fucking fat bitch accused me of uh, stealing $10 from her. Like, I need her fucking little you know, drag queen money. You know, Brooke doesn't take any money from the girls that are dancing there. Wendy's such a fat sack of shit. 
<laughs> I can't stand that Tell bitch. us how you really feel. I mean, feel. I can't stand her. I can't <laughs> fucking stand her. She started off as my mentor in this business, but she was such a self-centered fucking cunt. She was she was only out for herself. She fucking used people right and left. She did do that. She was awful. She was an awful garbage human being. She was. And she treated people like dog shit. And when we got into our huge fight, I told her, I said, you, you don't know how to fucking treat people. Wendy Williams. <laughs> Jeez. You were fast with that, too. <laughs> well, Ann Black says, Wendy who? Wendy Williams. Fucking T.S. Wendy Williams. That fat fucking bitch. That's who. She used to be my mentor and taught me about the porn industry, but uh, she was awful. She's right up there as far as likability, as far as everyone in the industry, how they feel about her as Christian. Well, yeah, I was about to say, didn't we call her the training Christian? Yeah, she's up there. I mean, people <laughs> cannot fucking stand her for good reason. And it's like, she's the training Christian. See, Rodney knows him. He's like, Wendy Williams. He's like, trust us, M. Black. She's a fucking piece of work. Fucking fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I eight, don't know why that's so funny. Fucking eight nineties Wendy Williams. <laughs> you know, all our listeners are like, "Yeah, I remember William Wendy Williams. She was hot." No, she ate nineties Wendy Williams. That w- Wendy Williams doesn't exist anymore. I still, and I know I used to say this a lot, but um, her and I are the same age. And when I tell people that, they're like, "What? Yeah. Holy shit!" I'm older than Wendy. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking young ass fat bitch. <laughs> Fucking disrespecting her elders. Fuck her. <laughs> Fucking I don't know. It's just fat bitch. <laughs> it's just. Uh, <laughs> lo- That's lo- what. I don't know. It's the way you're saying it. You know, the thing is, in all the time we've been in porn, I wouldn't call many people. My enemies, I wouldn't say I dislike many people. Aubrey? I can't stand her. (laughs) There's a few I dislike. I would say there's a handful of people I cannot stand. I loathe. And I would say Wendy Williams, Aubrey Kate. Who was the one that was... Mia Isabella. Was that she the one that was bitching about her credentials? Yeah, that's Mia Isabella. Fucking cannot stand her either. I'm trying to think. I don't think I really have any beyond that, but you know me. I can get along with just about anybody. Bella Bates. I really don't have any animosity about her. Bullshit. If she was ever around her, you would almost hope that she would say something where you could punch her square in the fucking face. No. I don't care. I mean, she she dealt with the consequences of her... <clears throat> choices yeah but she was the most ungrateful little we, yeah queen. i was about to say we did nothing but try to help her but you some know some things pull harder than friends speaking of that i hope honey's okay i haven't heard from honey all week long oh i heard from her yesterday okay good as long as she's okay because she's not even in the chat today um so yeah, Mia Isabella is a garbage human being. Aubrey Kate's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, I, I wouldn't even fucking piss on her if she was on fire. Aubrey Kate's the biggest garbage human being I've ever met. And uh, let's see, besides Mia Isabella, Aubrey Kate, 
Oh, Chanel Santini. Fuck her. Oh, yes. Fuck Chanel Santini. She's a cunt. Who was the one you liked until we actually saw her? I don't even know her name. I think she's a fucking nobody now because she had a bad attitude. She never went anywhere. She walked in and you're like, I want that. And then you talk to her and you're like, she does nothing for me. Yeah, she's, and then she was slamming doors and acting up. And it's mm-hmm. like, who the fuck does this little bitch think she is? What happened to Bella, Rodney says. Well, you want to answer that? You're the talent coordinator. I don't want to go airing people's. Oh, okay. Dirty well, then laundry. just do it in a, in a way that explains. While why there's a little bit of bad blood between BGM and her without going into too much detail. I don't know how. Okay. Uh, Ronnie, uh, <laughs> Bella used to work with us all the time. We used to try to help her in the industry. <clears throat> we got her a few shoots. We were getting her someplace. She started building a name for herself. As soon as she did build a name on our backs and started landing groovy shoots. She forgot we existed. She didn't care about us anymore. She had made it on her own. She was very disrespectful to Raven whenever she would speak to her. Never gave us any credit whatsoever for giving her a start, taking care of her, putting her in films, making her a star, making her a name. She was very disrespectful towards Raven, which bent over backwards for her. And then when her career fell apart, then she wanted to be our buddy. And uh, want us to be there. Oh, no, she she got sick or something. And she expected us to check on her. Yeah, when I... But she had left us behind a long time ago. When I first talked to her... That's right. First and last time I talked to her after all that went down, she was mad that we didn't have her back for the fights she was having with her roommates in Lexington. I don't even fucking know what she's talking about. Why would we get involved in her personal shit? I don't know, but that's what she said. I don't think she was all there. I don't know. She was cute, but I don't know. That sounds crazy to me. I don't know. I was starting to see her like I see Amy. Like one of my kids, but the more wild one. Amy's got her shit together. I'm proud of Amy. Amy's really accomplished a lot. I mean, considering what she has to work with. Amy's not the most brilliant human being I've ever met, but oh, I thought you meant her tiny penis and (coughs) her tendencies to be injured whenever she takes really big dicks. (laughs) Amy is not the most brilliant person I've ever met, but she has such an amazing work ethic, and she's such a hard worker, and she's such a go getter, and she has such ambition. I mean, yeah, a lot of her ideas and schemes. I was about to say if she could focus on one thing and. Focus on it until she finished. The problem is she's that dog from up. Yeah. Her, her schemes are dumb as fuck. I mean, I, I feel like kicking back every time she tells me one and says, you know, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. But <laughs> at the same time, um, she's a go-getter. She's a dreamer. And she yeah, is she a hard is. worker. And she has a lot of ambition. And she's... Mi- I, I would say that we gave her her start, but we are not in any way responsible for her success. She is responsible I for would her agree. success. She's been an amazing performer. She busts her ass. Uh, although she's thinking about retiring, right? Yeah, she wants to become a reality TV star. <laughs> that always ends up well for the reality TV star. Especially when you have a history of porn. You always hear of those reality TV stars that they, their lives just turn out well. Yeah. 
as soon as you uh, hear somebody died, they, they were a star of a reality, you're like, yeah, no, that figures. We knew that was going to happen. I mean, they don't make the best choices. That's why they're on reality TV. They don't make the best choices. <laughs> if they made the best choices, people wouldn't put them on that show. You're I don't wreck. know what show she's even referring to because usually if you are a reality TV star, you're only one for like what? One season? And then it's all new people that well, come in after that. Let me tell you the truth about reality stars here. Everybody on a reality show is a human piece of garbage. Now I'm going to explain why. Because this is intentional by design. What they do is they interview thousands of people and they want drama and they want shit to go down in front of the camera. So they intentionally seek out the biggest pieces of human garbage they can possibly find to cram into a small space and go, (laughs) everybody in this room is literally human garbage. I can't wait to see what happens. (laughs) So you're watching the show going, wow, look at all this human garbage. And then they go at each other and you're like, oh, garbage fight. That's what reality TV is. It's really producers going, it's going to be hilarious when we find the most fucked up human beings we can possibly find and the put them in the same The only reality show I ever remotely got into, and it was because my ex was just enthralled by it so much that she wanted to apply to be on this show, was uh, Survivor. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It, oh, no, there is one more, but I only like the Japanese version. Oh, God. Wipeout. Okay, now there's... <laughs> I loved Wipeout. Now, I think that reality TV is garbage TV about garbage people. However, I'm going to confess something to you. Now, if Lexus was still here, she'd be laughing already. She's, she would know I'm about to confess. <sighs> there was a reality series that me and her saw on Netflix. We watched an episode, and we got hooked, and we ended up binge-watching for three fucking days and would not stop watching the show until we completed all like seven or eight seasons of what? Oh God, this is so humiliating. <laughs> Jersey shore. Why? I knew I was going to get shit from that. Cabs are here. Oh my God. I know. I know. It was just, I don't know. I don't know. I look back. I'm my like, respect why? for you has just diminished. My respect has diminished for me. <laughs> I I look back and I don't understand why I was so fucking hooked to that show. But me and Lexus, neither one of us can tell you to this day why we could not get off of that couch and stop watching that show. We don't understand, but it got us. It hooked us. I I actually agree with M. Black, though. He says that Jerry Springer is the godfather of reality TV. I agree with that. But... It, it, the producers of that show did the exact same thing. They would intentionally look for the most oh, garbage, yeah. gross, fucked up human beings on this planet. Do you remember find. when... Um, Jersey Shore, the situation, yes. The black girl we used to dance with that we didn't like. What was her name? Uh, it was Katrina. Um, yeah. Catalina. Yeah, you remember when she was going to go on Jerry Springer and she invited us to go with her and we're like, no, I think we're going to stay away from that shit. It's like, no, why would we embarrass ourselves? (laughs) Why are we going to be humiliated on TV? Are you really that desperate for your 15 minutes? I know, I'm not. (laughs) 
I, I, However, you and I have had our 45 minutes of fame at this point, and it's gotten to the point now where it, we're both like, Unless we're, we're at famous. an event and we have and we have to be on, yeah, we're over being famous. Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> hey, aren't you? No, I'm not. Get the fuck away from me! And, and you are that to a T. Hey, don't I know you? And you're like, fuck you. No, you don't. Leave me oh, alone. It happened to me at Dollar General. I was coming out of Dollar General and I'm wearing super short shorts, so all my leg tattoos are showing. My arm tattoos are showing. And this guy stops me and he's like, hey, I think I know you. And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And he was like, yeah, I, th- I think I do. And I was like, no, you don't. And I grabbed my shit, <laughs> well, got like, in the car and left. Like, you know, the Lexus airport, like you walk in and you walk right to your left and there's a baggage pickup right there. Yeah. So I was going to meet Lucian there. He was coming in from his flight. So I just walked over the baggage claim area. We got, he, I, he comes off. We stand there, the baggage claim. And uh, there's a desk over there with a TSA agent in case there's any problems with the baggage. He's a black guy. So I just pick up Lucian's bags and everything. We're walking out. And the black guy's like, I know who you are. (laughs) And Lucian was mortified. I said, oh, really? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you just keep doing it, girl. You're doing great. And I just smiled, laughed, and kept going. But, you know, that was a cool fan interaction because he didn't ask to take a photo. He didn't I don't get those. I just get stalkers. You saw the fucking fan <laughs> problem I had in the airport because you were part of it. Yeah. That guy was fucking trying to grind on me during the picture, and then he tried to join us for dinner. Yes, that was creepy. And fucking Lexus had to tell him back the fuck off. We gave you a picture. You met her. Now our security. Yes. <laughs> See, our listeners don't know what our life is like. It's We keep very low key for a reason. We are recognized and either we're recognized for this show uh, or we're recognized for It got porn. so bad that I think Danville is a population of something like 26,000. And I can't walk around town anymore. Yeah, because you would get fans all the time. I saw you out and about. Or, hey, girl. Hey, Raven. I couldn't even fucking leave your house on date night with you. I was getting stopped <laughs> in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Uh, it's Okay. For everybody out there that thinks maybe one day you want to be famous, no, you don't. <laughs> it sucks. It's not great. I tell everybody I've experienced probably a half to 1% of what people like Tom Cruise deal with. And I'm like, nope, nope, they can have it. We have the same kind of fame as an internet celebrity. As the same amount of people that would recognize Mike Bracken or PewDiePie would recognize us. Uh, these are people with millions of subscribers that are are internet famous. They're actual celebrities. They're, they're on Mass well, Singer and shit. You, they have internet people on Mass Singer. I have a little more benefit than you do. What do you mean? Well, if somebody sees you out in public. They immediately knows his They name. know it's Kimber yeah. Haven because yeah, Kimber Haven is tall. However, I'm more that I'm average beacon. female height. So people will look at me and go, They'll take a double that check. looks like Raven Rocks. Is it? Should I mention something? Yeah, I'm not going up and saying shit because if it's not a tranny, I'll be embarrassed. They're like, yeah, there's no <laughs> question about it. That's fucking Kimber Haven. 
God damn, did you see the size of that bitch? But you know what? In the beginning of our careers, I hated that about you. Why? Because you walked in a room and everybody was coming up to you because you were the tallest tranny in the room and I just kind of disappeared in the sea of baby trannies. that's back in the day before I taught you why they were coming up to me and then I taught you how to do it and now you can walk in a room at five foot six and everybody's going to come up to you. It's all about the swagger and how oh, you work that I, I love introducing myself to somebody and them going, you are I know greatest, who you are. You are my greatest pupil I've ever had. As far as... Okay, Obi-Wan. No, seriously. I mean, because I brought you into all this stuff. And when I was showing you this stuff and teaching you, you, to your credit, were not like a lot of these young girls. You weren't like, I know what I'm fucking... You were all about learning and you, you had... You seriously took what I had to say to heart. and You listened to me. You learned. And you were fucking good at it. And then you started teaching all the other girls. Trying to like Obi Wan, you uh, once were the master, but you know, yeah, and you know, stupid, now I, I, I have to mention this now that you mentioned teaching all the other girls. I would say that my greatest pupil would have been Amy. I, I the first time I realized that we had come full circle was when I was walking around the tea girl party, uh, and I heard, overheard you telling one of the girls, "Don't you ever ask anybody if they want to laugh." <laughs> Don't you ever <laughs> fucking do that. Because you were chewing one of your girls out. I don't know who it was, but I was walking I don't by, even remember. And you were giving an ass chewing to one of your girls. I don't even remember which girl. But I had this huge smile on my face because <laughs> you were just giving the Kimberhaven ass chewing. Don't you ever degrade yourself by asking someone. Well, I look dance. at the girls that will ask if a guy wants a lap dance, and I look at the girls that don't say anything. And... The girls that ask the guys tend to be the little more trashy ones. And the ones that just sit back and let them come to them, they're the ones that are either professional or, you know, look like fucking 11s. Now, now Rodney, Rodney's in the room, and he's seen us work the room before. He knows how dynamic we are when we start working the room. But the trick is you never ask anybody in a strip club for a, a lap dance. It's degrading. And only the fucking nobody amateurs that don't deserve to be given lap dances beg for them. So what you do is you work the room. You go to everybody's table. You sit down with them. You talk with them. You spend time with them. You're genuine with them. You engage with them in conversation as a one-on-one person. You flirt with them. You have a good time with them. That's all you do. Eventually, they will let you know. They will go, hey, do you give lap dances? Yeah, I do. I would love one from you. That's how it works out. Mm-hmm. They will ask you once they get to know you and they feel comfortable with you. But these girls haven't formed a relationship with these men. They would just walk up. You want a lap dance? No. Men, as much as women would like to think that men are mindless fucking dicks, men want a lap dance from somebody that they have created a connection with. Not somebody that just walks up to them. They want a girl that they've connected with during that night to give them that dance. To a man's credit, they're not all that shallow. Men want a connection before they ask you to the lap dance room. If you don't, put I agree the, with that. Yeah, if you don't put in the work to make that connection with the man, he's not going to want to take you back there. If you just sit down at a table, and go, you want a lap dance? He's never fucking talked to you. He's going to say maybe later. He's not going to want to be rude. He's going to say maybe later. Yeah. 
but if he knows you, he's like, hey, you know, you seem to be a really cool person. We've been hanging out all night. Would you mind giving me a lap dance? That's how they're done. Um, yeah, men, to their credit, even in a strip club, feel like they want a connection with the girl that's dancing for them. They don't want a stranger. Or you've got this type of girl, and there's always multiple, the ones that will pick a table and go sit there and do nothing but fucking cackle with each other. Yeah, and they don't work. Now, M. Black asks a question. Now, it's a yes or uh, yes and no question. It says, do civilians ever get the honor of watching BGM shoot? Yes and no, and I'll explain. No, it's not a spectator sport. We do not sell tickets to watch <laughs> porn. The actors that are engaging in the performance are having a hard enough time performing in front of the audience, the crew that is there, without adding more to it. However, Raven and I both make exceptions. If somebody shows up and has pre-authorized it with us, has told Raven, hey, my boyfriend would like to watch the process. It's okay for him to be at the shoot. If a girl asks Raven permission, because it's really not my call, if a girl asks to bring somebody, or I have a friend that's wanting to get into porn, is, is it okay if she can be on set? If a girl approaches Raven respectfully and asks permission for somebody to be on set and the performers are all okay with it, then Raven will let it happen. But it's not just a random person. Yeah, because you and I... There can be 50 people in the room, and we don't care, but we are very seasoned veterans. And I, I really don't have a lot of call over that, period. If, if, a, if somebody wants to bring somebody a set, they need to, they need to clear it with Raven, or she's going to be the one that loses her shit, not me. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we end tonight, I wanted to talk to you about something. Oh, go for it. Something We Hate now has a name. I'll read you the, uh, the kind of pseudo-definition for it. Okay, while you're reading that pseudo-definition, I'm taking a toke. It's uh, getting mad and venting about political, religious, racial, or other topics and venting about them to the point at which it becomes a hobby. How about the point of which it becomes a job? It's called recreational outrage. Okay, wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't have it queued up. <laughs> no. If you do it for a living, though, is it still recreational? Oh, shut up. What I'm saying is but our job. That is this. that is exactly what we bitch about about these woke kids who jump on a cause, ride <laughs> it to the end, and then when it's done, they can't just say, "Oh, we accomplished something." No, they got to jump on the next cause. But what? What? I mean that that is that might not even have anything to do with them. An activist, sure, but even though I hate this comparison, it's a hundred percent true, and we are. The same as far as what we do for a living to Tucker Carlson. We are opinion hosts. <laughs> yeah. Tucker Carlson and us and Bill O'Reilly are the same. We are opinion radio shock jock hosts. Howard Stern, uh, Tucker Carlson, we're all opinion hosts. So it is our job to vent and go off about these things in our own personal objective way because we're opinion hosts. But I can see how that moniker would fit virtually every activist on twitter that's yeah exactly they go off about shit when it's 
not their fucking problem. It's our, I mean, all week we have to research shit. We have to stay in the, and I know you don't write a script for the show like I do. I write down different topics I want to talk about. However, I know because you do this far better than Lexus. I can always count on you. <laughs> you research. You know everything that has happened in the news cycle. If I bring up anything on the fucking show, you're always like, yep, saw that. <laughs> yeah, I watched about that. I know about that. So I can bring up shit on the show and you can voice your opinions on it. Because the problem I have with Lexus is she doesn't. Uh, don't be going problem I have with Lexus no, when she's I, not I mean, here to defend she herself. She prepare more for the show. But she watches. She doesn't like to watch news because it upsets her. So I, this is partly a news show. It's a news opinion show. So when I, I start bringing up the news, I like interaction of other knowledgeable people about the subject. And you usually are the only one that can give me bounce back on. Yeah. Did you also see this? Um, God damn. That's an old, that's old as fuck. You look like a fucking cross dresser in that. Fuck you. That is so fucking old. Here, I said, you still look cute. And you're like, God damn, you look like a fucking cross dresser. I still, I, I still have that wig. Look at your lips, though. You had the Sigourney lips back then. Oh, that's before I ever had. Yeah. That's really old. That that Look is. Look how tiny my titties are. That is Raven's original <laughs> upper lip. That is what we used to make fun of her. The little line straight across. She had no upper lip. They had to build an upper lip for her. Uh, fuck but you. that They had to build yeah, an upper lip for me. You just basically me. had a line for an upper lip. You had a little bit of a bottom lip, but you had, like, no upper lip. But you you have the most adorable little nose, so you really do. I always thought you had an adorable nose. Well, I was going to share a picture. Little button nose. My nose is ugly as fuck. I hate my nose. I can't because it's got my titties in it. My nose is big and wide, but you have this cute little button nose. You've always had striking eyes. They're not green like mine, but they're blue and they're very striking. Oh, I can hear. Maybe M. Black can save that one. Stop sharing that fucking picture of me from seven years ago. Oh, yeah, that's a new recent one. That's that's from the shoot Sunday. Yep. I love that picture. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, we got a sneeze coming. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so oh. fucking cute. Trey's got to be fucking getting hard as a rock. Oh, stop. Sneeze like that. Little cute sneeze. I'm not going to go all over the place. You know, Trey's like, oh my gosh, even sneeze is cute. You know, he's obsessed with you. You're an ass. He's fucking, he's fucking hitting up our other guests. He's like, hey, guess what? I love Raven. (laughs) We know you you love Raven. Fuck, Trey. (laughs) But, you know, Trey... Trey is not only in love with Raven. Now, now, like the other guy, Bob, on on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Only God. Raven. Trey, to his benefit, has been pretty loyal to me, too. Uh, Trey's pretty fucking loyal to me because Trey. You send him free videos. No, it's not that. He always, <laughs> if I'm camming, Trey pops in. He'll watch my cam shows all the time. Trey spends a lot of time. I haven't cammed in like two weeks, but. Trey is almost always. If he's in every one of your cam shows, he's spending a lot of time and a lot of Kleenex. Yeah, he's, he's, he always pops in and says, hi, he's sweet. The pick in the yellow shirt is hot. Yeah, that's because it's the most recent and black, not from fucking five, six years ago. Hell, the one you just posted was more like seven or eight years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Trey tells me all the time how much he loves Raven. Oh, Trey. Have some self-respect. <laughs> I'm telling you. I am flattered, but... I'm telling you, he probably fucking creamed himself when he heard you sneeze with your cute little sneeze. <laughs> probably, oh my God, she sees it so fucking cute. Oh, he's not in the chat anymore. Uh, maybe we ran him off because we were making fun of him. Uh, no, I just looked down and he wasn't there. I don't think he just ran away. <clears throat> how, how could he get off the show when he could still hear your voice? Stop. So fucking obsessed with you. Oh, we have two minutes. Well, I mean, your, your fans are dedicated. Uh, some of them a little too much. Yeah, here's the I'm problem. not talking about Trey. I'm talking about the ones that show up at my door. My fans see me as a dirty, raunchy whore, and they want to fuck me and abuse me and just slam my ass and throat fuck me. But your fans fall in love with you. Yeah, but, I mean, that picture I just posted. What in that picture says... It's wholesome wifey it's material. Not that. It's your personality. Whatever. You are sweet and they they listen to you and they want to fall in love with you and spend the rest of their lives with you because you're wholesome and sweet. I'm not wholesome. <laughs> I may be sweet, but I'm not wholesome. And black, do you see what he said? He says, Ask Trey no. what time it is. It's always raving o'clock to him. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, guys. So before we leave, check out, what is it, bgmbling.com? It's on the website, but it's also, isn't it just badgirlmafia.com? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, badgirlmafia.com. If we're mistaken, all you got to do is scroll up above live chat right now on, on our website, which is tiradioshow.com. <clears throat> and you can't, well, you can now, get now the anywhere. Cool, now, the cool thing about there. our merch, though, is Lexus has been doing custom merch. So when yes. you contact her and say, I want this written on my beanie, this word, or, you know, you know, fuck my throat, whatever the fuck <laughs> you want, she makes that shit. So anyway, also check out, uh, what is it, tsravenrocks.com? Oh, that's my uh, mini feds. Oh, is that what it is? What? Yeah. Jesus, you have something for everything, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Ravenrocks.com, tsravenrocks.com. M- no, that's my OnlyFans. Oh, Jesus Christ. MVRavenrocks.com is my mini fans. Jesus Christ. Well, Kimberhaven.com is everything. I mean, if they Kimberhaven, <laughs> on many vids, I'm Kimberhaven. On, uh, on OnlyFans, I'm Kimberhaven. On fucking Chatterbait, I'm not. I'm Kimberlyn Haven. Put my whole name. That's because Kimberhaven was taken by me. <laughs> they denied that account and they wouldn't let me have the name back. Oh, geez. That's the one they denied the account because they didn't believe the ID was me because I hadn't had a transitioned ID at the time. Because you were hot dog fingers. <laughs> yeah, I was a man in my photo. <laughs> they didn't believe it was the same person. So. Oh, yeah, I got that for a while. <clears throat> All right, All right Yeah, we got to go. Well, we hope we, you <laughs> have fun. We educated you, told you what's going on in the world, and we yes. love you. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi guys. I have some fun on you. Some batteries going in her ass. You have to 
afterwards anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs>